Domain names from GoDaddy.com are up to 70% less than the competition. Plus, each domain includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of MuggleCast, enter code MUGGLE, that's M-U-G-G-L-E, when you check out, and save an additional 10% on any order. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Because a full year of MuggleCasting is now behind us, this is MuggleCast episode 70 for December 30th, 2006, our very special New Year's Eve show. going on in the MuggleCast studio. Welcome back, everyone, to the first MuggleCast of 2007. Dare I say the first podcast of 2007? Probably not. This is probably The show's probably going to go out early. Welcome, everyone, to our New Year's show. We have a fun show planned for everyone. You know, I'm glad everyone could join us once again back in yep. the MuggleCast studio this week. Eric, Jamie, Laura, Micah, you're all here. Apparently. Uh, those MuggleCast t-shirts, they've been selling so well. We actually built a studio outside of my house now, and we actually have a private airport. So you guys just fly right in, no problem. Yeah. The treehouse doesn't count, Andrew. <laughs> Sims International. Yes. Uh, yes. It, serves, it serves four it's million a, passengers a year, and that's just us flying back and forth uh, yeah. <laughs> to do the show, you know? Uh, flight, flight code SIM for yeah. anyone who's looking to book a flight on Sim International Airlines. I thought it was SMZ. I booked my flights on SMZ. Where's that? No, that's... Um, uh, that, that's, that's New Zealand. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, that's New Zealand, yeah. Oh, oh well, that's okay then. Anyway. Yeah, I'm going yeah. <laughs> We have a fun show for everyone today, all about the upcoming new year and looking back at uh, last year in the Harry Potter world. Quite a busy one. So, uh, I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Jamie Lowe. I'm Eric Skull. I'm Laura Thompson. And I'm Micah Tannenbaum. Harry Latino uncovered some interesting details earlier this week concerning recent trademarks filed by a company named Field Fisher Waterhouse, along with registering Deathly Hollows on December 5th. They also registered two more titles, Heart of Ravenclaw and Deadly Veil. Vale. A representative for Joe said that the titles were never contenders for Book 7. The representative went on to say, We often registered a few spares to keep people guessing. Whether Joe reveals what her other two favorites were, I don't know. We received several tentative foreign titles for Book 7, that I won't even attempt to pronounce, but there are some very interesting translations. And although no release date has been announced, the UK's Royal Mail is already undergoing preparation for the task of delivering Deathly Hollows. Planning will commence with online retailers next month, and pre-orders are expected to be just as high as the 500000 for Book 6. A Royal spokesman said this kind of operation takes a lot of planning. British bookmakers are taking bets on which characters will bite it in Deathly Hollows. 
Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, and Draco Malfoy are the current frontrunners with 6-1 to one odds. After Voldemort, that is, remains the odds-on favorite at 4-5. to five. The Internet Movie Database has released their top 25 stars for 2006. Among them were Dan Radcliffe and Emma Watson, who came in at 22nd and 16th, respectively. These rankings were not based upon critical assessments or box office performance, but the actual search behavior of over 42 million users of IMDb.com. Alan Rickman, the actor who plays Severus Snape in the Harry Potter films, spoke recently in an interview about his new movie, Snowcake, and a little about Order of the Phoenix. You can see a video of this over on MuggleNet.com. Amazon has recently released a list of the most reviewed and requested items of 2006. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone topped their list as the book with the most positive reviews by customers for the year. HPEF has announced two new Potter conferences. The first is Portis 2008 from July 10th to 13th in Dallas, Texas. With its theme opening the door to the Department of Mysteries, Portis will explore all the metaphysical aspects of the wizarding world. And the Ministry of Magic will be scrutinized even more in depth at Level 2 2009, which will be held July 23rd through the 26th, 2009 in San Jose, California. The theme for this conference will focus on defense against the dark arts. Registration for both these conferences has not yet opened, and websites are expected to be launched in the spring. Just a reminder, two other Harry Potter symposiums will take place this summer, Enlightening 2007 from July 12th to the 15th in Philadelphia, and Prophecy 2007 from August 2nd to 5th in Toronto. Finally, in what could be argued was not the best holiday gift for her, Laura Mallory, the Georgian mother who's fighting to have the Potter series banned from local schools, has been named Idiot of the Year by the Washington Post. The paper reads, This vigilant mother of four has demanded local schools remove Harry Potter from their libraries because, in her analysis, the books are an evil attempt to indoctrinate children in Wicca religion. Congratulations, Laura, and good luck on your quest to eradicate the dark forces which pollute children's literature. That's all the news for this December 30th, 2006 edition of MuggleCast. Happy New Year, and see you all in 2007. All right. Thank you, Micah. Dude, wasn't that a great news segment? I enjoyed yeah. it. I do enjoy them from week to week. I, I enjoy well. listening to them, mainly because I have to, but I do enjoy them. Well, well thanks, Andrew. I have to listen to you every week when I transcribe, so... <laughs> well, I guess we're even, aren't we? Ooh. Here's a question for everyone, and I want serious answers, Okay. Okay, so should old acquaintance be forgotten, never brought to mind? I don't know, but I think you should sing answer something it. like that. No, I think you should answer the question. Yes. Everyone sings it? Why not? I was looking for something slightly more substantial. I got nothing. Fair enough. Okay. It's anyway. New Year's Eve. We're useless. We're not going to give you anything substantial. Should all acquaintance be forgot and days of Okay, well, yeah, but another year and Eric still is just as annoying as he was. 2006 oh, to 2005. Oh, oh. Should old acquaintance... We like to remind everyone it's a new month over at Podcast Alley, which means you should place your vote for us so that we can be in the top of the charts. We like being in the top of the charts because that helps spread the word about the show and we want more Harry Potter fans to listen to the show. And oh, I I had dreaded this day. I didn't think that it would be coming this soon. MuggleCast t-shirts are no longer for sale. They are done. We can't so... sell anymore. Maybe we, we'll probably give them some away in contest, but this yeah. is it. You can no longer support the show via a t-shirt. <laughs> We're all going to starve now. You know, yeah, now. you're all going to starve. <laughs> There's no way of hibernating now. You know, uh, a lot of people have been asking us why we had to stop selling t-shirts. We did clarify 
episode 64 or a couple more times. I can't remember which, but W yeah, WB asked us for licensing legality issues just to to stop. And of course, we are going to respect their requests. So uh, they are no longer for sale. We'll probably still be giving some away in contests and such and live events. So look forward to that. Uh, so yeah. it is our New Year's show. We're going to take a step outside of the regular discussions that we do normally every week. And uh, of course, the big news within the past couple of weeks, the release of the title of Book 7. If you didn't catch episode 69, that's where it's all at, and we'll be discussing... So listen. We'll be discussing it more on episode 71, but for now, it's a New Year's show. We're going to have some fun. I thought we'd start it off by talking about some of the best 2006 moments, because this was a big year for Harry Potter fans. Even a bigger year for us. Pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. Um... Specific, uh, specifically for the the those of us who do co-host the show, uh, we we really all met each other this year. Yeah, except for me yeah, and Ben. Surreal. Yeah, and Eric. Yeah, and Kevin. Well, we had <laughs> and Micah. <laughs> okay, so not well, everyone. We had uh, last November. Last November two thousand five. Um, I was the only one that hadn't met anybody. Right. <laughs> basically. <And> <laughs> Well, yeah, Jimmy knew Emerson. But no, Eric. Yeah, he meant Oh, and Eric. Yeah. So, in fact, when you originally stated that this was the year where we met everyone, that couldn't have been filmed. No, I couldn't. <laughs> everyone, I, I just wasted everyone's time. No, but yep. we, we had, we had th- four big events. Well, we had three big events. Lumefs, July 26th to the 30th. Uh, New York City for J.K. Rowling's uh, charity reading, Harry Carey and Garp. Uh, that was August 1st and 2nd. Los Angeles for the podcast awards and our live podcast in L.A., which was in late September. And uh, between those three, we all hung out several times, and it was a lot of fun. And um, I wanted to go around the table with our best of moments. Laura and I came up with this idea because well, it sort of stemmed from one story that Laura reminded yeah. me about. <laughs> Do you want to talk about that story? Yeah, because Andrew? I freaking love it. I, I'm so <laughs> proud of myself for what I did. You, you set it up, it was- and then I'll... Go ahead. Okay, well, basically, we were all over at the JW, and Andrew had this iPod fan. And it was very, very cool. And he hit the button on it, and, you know, it fanned you. Yeah. And uh, we were all pretty impressed with it, and uh, he was informing us where we could get some. So, uh, Andrew, why don't you tell people where they could get their iPod fans? Well, Eric came in and asked me um, where he could get one of this, and we were in the JW Marriott. So I said to him, I decided to pull a prank on him. I said to him that I will, or that they're available in the lobby for free. Okay. <laughs> so that was okay. completely made up. It is funny. It's hilarious, Eric. So I mean, that wasn't even the best part. When I told him that, he sprinted out of the room to go and grab them because I think I told you there's there's only a few left, so you better hurry up. <laughs> and there was that you were so angry at me. <laughs> it was hilarious though because the second Eric went flying out the door, you Andrew hated me. like does this. He does this little jig. He's like all excited. He does this jig and slams the door to the room. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so mean. And then I'm like, you know, trying not to laugh. Yeah, well, but- the untold part of that story is where I went down to the desk, asked the one of the, the this lady was mopping. There was nobody at the desk. I was like, you know, a friend of mine said he got this uh, iPod you know, fan at the, uh, at the desk, and she, you know, she was like, okay. Okay, 
you know, what's going on. So I ran uh, through the casino then. And they closed uh, the boys in white coats. The coast. conference center front desk. I thought, you may, you know, maybe that desk. And they were closed and locked up. And I was wandering the uh, locked doored halls of... of and until I finally, you know, came back and just... Uh, Looked at you with beady red <laughs> eyes and took your iPod fan, which now has kept me very cool and saved my life uh, while we were waiting for JKR to emerge from the door. And actually, uh, so, yeah, at uh, Harry Carey and Garp, New York City, on that hot day when we were all subjected to hot, hot heat and sun and sweat and death. Hot, hot heat. You owe me an IOU. Exposure to insecticide has caused me to make so that was that. I'm losing weight. Jimmy, you have any big Saturday. memories about the past year? I guess at um, the live events. I, I, okay, I don't want to sound like, you know, the bloody... Sorry, I don't want to sound like the guy who's like, you know, and I want to bring out a big thanks to everyone, but I, I really enjoyed this year because, you know, it was awesome to go to America and meet you know everyone who's hopefully listening now and it, it was it was so nice to see everyone and to speak to you all and it was a, it's been a surreal year it really has been a surreal year taking in you know vegas for a podcast california for a podcast yeah. and it's been uh, surreal to meet all of my fellow co-hosts as well and uh i'm it's clearly you know uh um Clearly, they're all going to be lifelong friendships, and um, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Oh, <laughs> Jamie, sorry to tell you, have become that guy who says the. Uh, hmm? I ha- I've just become the exact person I told myself I wasn't going to. Well, you know, I, I hate it when it happens, to. but yeah. at least you're and, uh, a decent but guy. Yeah, so all of you and all the fans that we've met, I think everyone's been absolutely lovely. I have not met a single bad person yet, ever, and uh, well, I won't say ever, but uh, in, in terms of. Harry Potter fans, you know, and the people we've met. That are, yeah, everyone's been absolutely fantastic, and I've had one of the best years of my life. Aww. So thank you, everyone. Uh, I'd agree with that. Yeah. My moment of the year is going to be Jamie trying to hold the, uh, you know, balance the seven boxes of Lucky Charms in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thank you for those. They were awesome. <laughs> he had seven boxes. He's trying to, you know, carry all his stuff out with him, and the poor fans were still mobbing him for for autographs. So yeah, uh, that. That was um. We had an awesome breakfast the next day. That's why everyone. <laughs> what, what breakfast? At my house? No. Uh, after the uh, podcast in LA, well, oh. we had all those lucky charms. Oh, and then finished. Yeah, there were seven unopened boxes, <laughs> or uh, seven open boxes yeah. rather. The next day, Mikey, you got oh. any stories uh, you like to share? If you just say the the same as me, then you can appear really, you know, thoughtful and emotional. And you don't even have to say all the stuff. Well, that, I that echo I Jamie's sentiments. There you go. You're fine now. Then. <laughs> Go, no, but I do have I do have some funny moments. Um, Give us your number one, and then I got a question for you. Oh boy, um, I'd say, and I don't know if Andrew even remembers this when we were at the second night of Harry carrying Garp. Um, he must have been pretty tired because he slept through pretty much the end. Micah, of I don't King know what you're talking John about. Irving. That would be unprofessional. <laughs> and, uh, I would, it would be. I woke him up as J.K. Rowling was. That is out the, okay. The stage. Okay. Yes. Granted, I slept through one of the things, but I do not remember you waking me up. I'm pretty sure I woke myself up. You magically woke up. You yeah. know how many times I tried finding you to get awake. Although I can really? add to that story because because um, you slept yeah, through no. one too. <laughs> Hey Andrew, who introduced um, who who introduced um, Stephen? 
What was his name? King on the first Stephen night. Stephen King. Okay, well, the only reason well, I know I this know. <laughs> is because... Answer the question, Edgy. Answer the question. No, it was, it was John Stewart, but the only reason okay. I know that is because I know where you're going to go with that. I, of course I am. I didn't of know as a fact. I didn't know that as a fact, <laughs> but go ahead. Okay, what happened was, uh, we were all sitting there, you know, pretty tired, you know, sort of slumped back a bit waiting, and they said, and now, please welcome, and then, I, I'll tell you in a sec the name of the, you know, John Stewart, who's going to welcome, you know, Stephen King on. Andrew jumped out of his chair practically silently no, screamed okay after you did I saw you okay you didn't have a mirror in front of you <laughs> I can see you now the your eyes lit up like a child at Christmas opening his the gift that <laughs> so he I thought it was cool it was a nice surprise friend. it was more than cool you thought it was it, you thought it was um it synonymous with paradise that one moment <laughs> no. that you were sitting there hey I'm all about that Micah was Wait, sitting beside me when he came out and I screamed and probably scared there's him there's a historical but... inaccuracy yeah. uh, John, John Stewart introduced J.K. Rowling because he was talking about oh, his yeah, child and how you should I don't know about mm-hmm. kicking the uh, children or whatever I'm sorry yeah. well because well, yeah, J.K.R. Yeah, had attended that... the Daily Show uh, the previous ah uh, yes week. well yeah um, Andrew yeah couldn't contain his excitement. I had to calm him down for yeah. ages afterwards. Oh my god, yeah, it was just a chore. I just kept chore. shaking and <laughs> yeah, terrible, sweating, um, vomiting, uncontrollable. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, my top moment was seeing John Stewart from row six. Okay. <laughs> via tickets you bought. Via, the day via, via tickets I bought an off. hour or two before. Now I would have been perfectly fine. With with MuggleCast seats, I wanted to seat. I wanted to sit next to Kevin, Andrew, Jamie, Ben, all of them. But you know, whatever. There just didn't happen to be a ticket for me, so I had to go on my own, fend for myself, get my own ticket, and I ended up in uh, one row in front of Emerson Melissa, seeing uh, <laughs> directly in front of JKR for the whole. Room. Their reserved seating, go figure. The first night, so. I- I don't quite know how I got that, but Melissa put it put it best when she said, "You know, someone up there must really like you." So that was that was that was my moment. I got to see JKR from. Who, who else are we missing here? You said you had a question, though. I did have a question for you. You've done two. Well, you you um, introduced us for two live podcasts over the past year, three if you count uh, the first podcast in New York City. What is it like? I've never asked you this. What is it like? Getting up in front of all those people, being the first one to talk into the mic. Um, I mean, Is it scary. I'd be scared. I think there's definitely a little bit of nervousness going into it, um, particularly in LA, because I didn't think that I was going to be doing anything. Oh, yeah, five minutes beforehand, I'm like, then, hey, Michael, by the way, how to put yeah. something together. I mean, it's hard because you don't know. Do you want to stand up there and talk for a couple minutes? Do you want to just introduce the people and get it started? I mean, because I'm sure the audience knows that we're under time constraints in certain stores, so you know we can't just sit there and have me talk and not get you guys up there. But you know, I mean, I think it's fun starting it off, and I think you know going into the future, if it's cool to still do it, I think you know it's expected that that's what happens and you know it's been a lot of fun doing that and it kind of goes back to what jamie said you know just meeting all those people and and meeting the fans of the show it's really cool to go out there and and have them sort of cheering like they do and you sort of look at them like you know why are you cheering for me i'm just you know another fan you do it so well micah too you you have this You do do it so well. I mean, you may be nervous or whatever, but you go out there and you're like, "How's everybody doing tonight?" You know, and they scream. Okay, you're. 
you're just you're just the shiznit. Because like watching, because technically, I mean, except for the Vegas panel, I've been in the audience uh, some of the times. You know, watching or even even in Los Angeles when I w- was the guy in the audience uh, talking to people, it was great because I could get to watch you guys and watch you guys up on stage and see you guys develop. Uh, you, you know, not only did we develop the first year doing this, but you know the second year uh, of doing this we've developed even further and developed you know our ties with leaky have become stronger and you know that's really developed we've we've done the whole leaky leaky mug thing um so last year as everyone should remember we made new year's resolutions and um i have them queued up now because i want to see if uh we all did them we'll start with let's see we'll start with me here my new year's resolution is to have by the end of 2006 100,000 mugglecast subscribers <laughs> is that so much to ask <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, I there's don't know about that one. Six point five billion people in the world, so Well we're almost there. Not gonna lie. Didn't get to hundred thousand this year. Be open about it. Didn't make my New Year's resolution. I can only blame that on the listeners. Not myself. <laughs> so in a way, I'm doing okay. It, it was their New Year's resolution. Exactly. Which uh, you assigned to them. I'll tell you one thing I did change. I sounded congested <laughs> in all these episodes I listened to, the older ones. I sound like I'm, like I, I'm ready to... I just, it just sounds like really? I have the worst cold. Yeah. I thought that your voice had just changed. Probably. I thought it was... So I sound like more of a radio professional now? Oh, yeah. Mugglecast. <laughs> um, yeah, so mine didn't work out completely. Uh, by the way, that's my New Year's resolution for 2007. Here's uh, Ben's didn't really work out for him either. <laughs> well, first of all, is to stop eating so much Sonic. Why, <laughs> Ben? Ben trying to cut back, because trying to cut back on that Sonic. That's not good for my heart. My second <laughs> New Year's resolution is to meet Emma Watson. Okay, well, he, he did stop eating Sonic, and then he went to another fast food place with S. It's called Subway. And... Um, did not meet Emma Watson, so that did not completely work out. He for saw him. her from a distance. He got close, yeah, close but no cigar. Uh, let's see. All right, and then Kevin's. My New Year's resolution is uh, get rich and take over the world. Yeah, oh, world time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Ben Ben <laughs> caught it right there. Doesn't everyone want want to do that though? It's like saying I don't know. I want to be happy. Really? I was. Re- yeah. I thought you actually were hoping to be sad. Well, and then, Air- <laughs> then Air came up with a very original New Year's resolution. My New Year's resolution is to stop get- talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but my New Year's resolution is to get rich and take over the world first. <laughs> Eric, any uh, did you do that? Well, since Kevin didn't, I'm technically still able and capable of fulfilling <laughs> last year's New Year's yeah, resolution. It's very, true. it's very true. Good point. Good point. So uh, I'm going to make that mine for next year. All right. Then, Laura, you uh, sort of came through with yours. My only New Year's resolution would be to write more. Write more? Yeah, write more. I don't write So as you're much going to I write should. a book? I've been writing since I was a kid, so yeah. So See, have I actually. So she she wants to publish. You oh yeah, I I want to be a published author. Definitely, I do. Laura, <laughs> yeah. are you a published author now? <laughs> um, sorta. I I contributed to MuggleNet's. Oh, right. What will happen so in Harry Potter Seven? Ben, yeah. yeah, not really what I thought would happen. But <laughs> ben fulfilled Laura's uh, New Year's resolution. Sort of. Pretty much. 
And Danny. Jamie <laughs> yeah. and Ben. And lastly, Micah. Uh, I would say to uh, to sweep out the transcript dungeon, there's a lot of uh, stuff that's piled up down there. <laughs> that was so cheesy. Micah, any comment on that one? Who's that guy? <laughs> Who's that hottie? <laughs> no, uh, joking aside, I mean, I think... But one of the great things that we did do this past year um, was build a sort of a transcript team and mm-hmm. not call them elves because that's pretty demeaning. I think. <laughs> okay, so well. now we call them slaves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I think it's great the work that they've done. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, they put in a lot of hard work each week, and uh, they, I think they deserve to be recognized too. Thank you, transcribers. So. Round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, the, the transcript dojo is. <laughs> Yeah, with Sensei Tanabom. <laughs> Sensei Tanabom. <laughs> he beats him with, um, with uh, bamboo sticks if they don't get their uh, segments in in time. New Year's resolutions this year. I've already said mine. 100,000 listeners by the end of the year. Yeah, we- Probably one up being 2008's resolution. Uh, Laura? Oh, um... I don't know. Give me one. Give me a New Year's resolution. Uh, become a published author outside of a Harry Potter theory book. Okay, sure. That cool. that sounds good to me. Jamie, how about you? You didn't do this last year. Um, God, I don't know. Well, I'm gonna think of a New Year's resolution start, for 2008. Start, yeah. No, I'm gonna start doing some proper university work. It's boring, but it's uh, you know it's true. So now, are you really gonna come through with that? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, these are you know it's a it's a sort of a new brand new year. It's you know actually no, I probably will for the first two weeks. Then I'll uh, get back <laughs> into my old habits. <laughs> Micah, you gonna stick with uh, last year's or what? No, it's pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe to uh, be more professional during show recording. Because you're not the most <laughs> no. professional oh, person ever on this show. It's fun. Yeah, you probably are. I think you are. Now, we hadn't planned on a cover, or not cover, a title of Book 7 to be released, so we were going to talk about the possibility of Book 7 being released in 2007. If we did not get a title at the end of the year... I think it would have been fair to say we definitely wouldn't see the book by uh, so true. 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of renewed that. Now that we are, like we said last week, uh, we are sticking, most of us are sticking with, we're probably going to see it in 2007, right? See what? Yeah, I mean, maybe. If it does come out oh, yeah. in 2007, oh, yeah. it'll have to be the summer. I'm still hoping for 2008. And I'm definitely not hoping, hoping for summer 2007 because they've ruined that date forever. The Warner Brothers people. And, of course, the big event, 2007, that's sure to happen, or the Phoenix movie release, United States and the United Kingdom premiere, along with yep. every other press event that's bound to be uh, occurring. Prophecy. You know what's interesting, though? I'm just looking at this right now. I know how I mentioned on last week's show that um, I thought it was going to be Halloween of 2007, uh, but Laura brought up that that's actually on a Wednesday. But you know what isn't on a Wednesday and what's actually on a Friday is the winter solstice. Mm, so exactly a year later? Yeah. I don't know. That's it's just right before Christmas, though. I don't know. Well, we don't yeah, have to get into true. this all again, but... Well, hey, that's perfect for consumers. Yeah. Kids no, should be off right. from school. You're right, but no kids... Yeah, that's true. No kids going to... be cold outside to do a podcast. No, yeah, no kid will want to wait till Christmas, though, to get the book. So it defeats the purpose of, you know... Selling it for the holidays, sort of. So, without doubt, the next seven months are going to be very busy ones for everyone at MuggleNet. And, of course, we're looking forward to it. What about a prophecy? 
Oh, yeah. And then, of course, uh, Prophecy. Looking forward to that. Oh, which are we going? We're not going to officially announce, but put it this way. Um, they want us to come. Okay. And, and we want to be there, kind of, maybe. Yeah, and they're did. going to help us get there. So, as for right now, yes, we'll probably so be there. So, should I be getting my passport then? No, Laura, yeah. no, Laura. If you just tell them that <laughs> you're going to a Harry Potter convention, it will yeah, be they'll fine. let you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they will. And then, of course, Enlightening 2007, another, another convention that at least Jamie, Ben, and I are going to. We're going to be holding a, um, a uh, seminar on podcasting. It's not going to be your typical seminar, trust me. It is going to be a fun uh, two days, now a full two days. We're going to be doing two sessions one day and two sessions the other day of podcasting, helping people learn how to do it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Jamie, you too? Yeah, I, I, I think it'll be awesome, yeah. Yeah. So we'll be doing that, of course. And you're doing a live show too, right? Yeah, we're doing a live podcast there too on the uh, day of the movie's U.S. release, July 13th. So that will all be good stuff. And what else? Anything else coming up in 2007? I think I'll be there. Will you? Okay, Mike is officially... The night of the podcast. Okay. The night of the podcast. After that, I have work. So. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. Okay. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> what? Speaking of work, uh, I thought it was fun when you guys stopped by. Oh, yeah, I really year. enjoyed that. We never really brought that up. There's some page- pictures on Facebook. Eric and I visited Micah's office at the AFL. It was wonderful. I, guess I got to sit, sit at his uh, desk. And answer a few phone calls, as you can see by one picture. There's also photos of uh, Eric and I in front of Micah's uh, name tag. That was very nice. Absolutely. I went to. So, uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that was very good. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going, we're going to cut to the variety part of our show. Of course, the big event that I've been hyping up so much, I'm going to let everyone's hopes down. It's the premiere on my first Wizard Rock single. I am so excited that... I'm, I no words can describe it. I'm about to play it for you all. And co-hosts, I want your reaction to it at the end. Because, um, you know, when you become an artist, I talked to Bono about this, he, he agrees with me. When you become an artist, you become very proud of your work. So, without further ado, I present to you my Wizard Rock single. Wizard Rock. What's up with that stuff? Andrew Sims here to show you the fluff. Podcasting Sundays late afternoon. Talking Harry Potter like a wolf howling at the moon. Theories, discussion, more pickles, please. Fans in the stands screaming on their knees. Our show got big. Nobody thought it would. It was like the little train. The engine that could. Now please. Here's the main event. It's my first single, so give me time to vent. People around the world listen to our show. We got many segments, so let's give it a go. So I ask... Who's the best Potter podcast around? M-E-W-G-L-E-C-A-S and the Gotta T. Gotta stop selling t-shirts. <laughs> we're gonna sell underground. M-E-W-G-L-E-C-A-S and the T. It's really pretty funny. The fans say we're hot and smart. M-E-W-G-L-E-C-A-S and the T. Look out, your other podcasts. We're about to climb the chart. M-E-W-G-L-E-C-A-S and the T. M-E-W-G-L-E-C-A-S and the T. We will 
we'll start with news. Each and every week, Mike Tan Anchor Man making all the girls shrinkled after on me. And this guy is really funny. Don't be bugging him, though. He'll kill some purple bunnies. The announcements. Hold up. Let's skip those. I'll be the first to admit they should be disposed. Podcast Alley. Vote once a month. There, I said it once. Now do until your life's done. Let's get to the part we call the main discussion. It's a catchy and intriguing as is percussion. Sometimes we screw up on a factor, too. It's true. The fans knew they often make a breakthrough. Speaking of fans, we have listener rebuttal sent in via email faster than the space shuttle. We love the feedback. It's great to open and read. Now, let me ask you, are you ready to proceed? So I ask, who's the best Potter podcast around? M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. Gotta stop selling t-shirts. <laughs> we're gonna sell underground. M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. It's really pretty funny. The fans say we're hot and smart. M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. Look out, your other podcast. We're about to climb the chart. M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. Email, send it off to us. The rebuttals, feedback, complaints come by the bus. Load day after day. It makes my brain fries. I don't expect a reply. Gimme, 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 gimme a butterbeer. When Ben's got an issue with Potter, you better stand clear. Christian A.M. Watson, uh, Laura Mallory. Give it a rest. It's just a good story. I hate to speak its name. Chapter by chapter, going page by page, analyzing what's after each and every letter. Nothing is missed. Sadly, though, it made the MuggleCast reject list. 1218 20 Magic. It's the number of fans call with a question. Don't make it tragic. Call right now. Leave us a note. Don't make it something boring and we'll have your throat. So I ask, who's the best Potter podcast around? W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. Gotta stop selling t-shirts. <laughs> we're gonna sell underground. W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. It's really pretty funny. The fans say we're hot and smart. W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. Look out, your other podcasts. We're about to climb the chart. W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. This concludes my very first single, podcast, and finally has a catchy jingle. Hoping this song puts Wizard Rock to a new level. I'm just praying Harry and the Potters don't wish me on the devil. Another year of MuggleCast just around the corner. We hope you'll be there through every last mourner, not to mention the final book to open and read. Watch out, the other podcasts. Are you ready to proceed? M-U-W-G-L-E-C-A-S-N-T. What do you all think? <laughs> I think that's good, Andrew. Is that your first one? Yeah, that's my first one. Uh, not a bad effort. Not a bad effort at all. In fact, really? Yeah, very, uh, very. Gonna be the secret track. Powerful. It's gonna be the secret track on the uh, new U two album. Do you think I have a possible career as a future rapper? No. I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. Eric, oh, oh, oh. future rapper. Well, you were gonna call me about the whole frapper rap. Frapper rap. Well, who said we can't do that? Still, okay. uh, don't quit your day job. Write what? the song and then we'll yeah. record it in uh, New York. <laughs> But anyway, I hope everyone enjoyed my single, uh, and please provide me your feedback, and I'll probably be working on another one soon, maybe with uh, Eric this time. But that's that, and now we're going to move on to the variety portion of our show, featuring a few MuggleCast remixes and three listener-created segments that we um, received back in March of 2006 when we held the uh, Create Your Own MuggleCast segment contest. And these are three other people that we haven't aired yet. So here's how it's going to work. We're going to go to two MuggleCast remixes, then to a listener-created segment, another two remixes, another listener-created segment, another two remixes, another listener-created segment, another two remixes, then we'll be back with a MuggleCast 
Podcast Year in Review, created with help by our transcribers. So we'll see everyone in a little bit. It would oh make sense. Oh, oh, my God. It's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mike, Mike, Mike Tottenbaum has discovered the... Mike, it's a Harry Potter... Sh- One, okay. One, two, three, go. My favorite subject is DADA. I'm studying at Allen, DADA, and I'm not taking you close to DADA because I'm DADA. I'm going to call someone that I was doing DADA. I went to my DADA text, but I realized I went to my DADA text from my DADA. Caution between DADA, caution, I was at my DADA. I went to my DADA, caution, before my DADA, caution, I was at 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 my DADA, caution, I love you. 
This week's MuggleCast guest cast, and I'm Maddie Nelson. And I'm Gloria Mendoza. And we're coming to you live from Maddie's bedroom. Gloria, how's the news? Well, according to some very reliable sources, (coughs) the quibbler, (coughs) Voldemort has finally found love, and he is in love with Rita Skeeter. According to the quibbler... They are currently living together with their 777 children, and Rita Skeeter has a 778th child on the way. (laughs) That's gross. Voldemort and Rita Skeeter. Man, Voldemort shouldn't fall in love with Rita Skeeter because he's he's mine. (laughs) LOL! It's great how you didn't laugh. (laughs) Laughs. Well, if you don't believe me, ask him yourself. Hey, Voldemort, come here. I said, come here. Get over here. Okay. Hey, Voldemort, will you tell Maddie here about your life with Rita Skeeter? Well, it all started on the internet. I met her there, and we got off to a great start. I never ever told her I was evil, because, you know, I'm an evil guy who likes to kill people and stuff. And... Well, actually, now I'm an evil guy who likes to kill people and stuff, but I'm in love, so it makes it all better, and it's okay. But we got married and had 70 children, and by that time, I was pretty committed. Now we're on our 778th child, and um, my goal was to have 7,007,777 children and take over the world with love. Voldemort. Voldemort, how is it that you have so many freaking children? Well, since we're both kind of snakes, every month we just, you know, drops a litter of eggs. Yeah, and then we hatch and, you know, we eat the girls because we just want guys. Start an army of love. Okay, then. Yeah, he, uh, disapparated. Wow, what an interview. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was, that was great. By the way, I think we should just, like, make it really clear that that was totally a joke for anyone that could possibly have taken that seriously. Yeah, it was a joke. Uh, They would never fall in love because it's kind of gross. Yeah, It's really gross because it's Rita Skeeter, and I'm pretty sure she's not a snake, so she wouldn't lay eggs. Um, But there's, like, there's fan fictions about Voldemort and Ginny, so we're just making fun of it. We're joking. And now let's bring out our second special guest, Harry Potter, everyone! I wanna hug your babies! Hey, hey, girls. Hey, what's up? I'm Harry Potter. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm just so, I'm just so bloody good looking. Sometimes I just can't help myself. What, what was your question? I haven't asked you a question yet, Harry. Oh, well then, you better ask. Well, um, what's your relationship with Voldemort? 
so sorry. Well, I was I wasn't listening. I was I'm just looking at myself in that mirror over there. What what was that? Sorry. What is your relationship with oh, Voldemort? I love Ginny. She's so cute. <laughs> no, your relationship with Voldemort. Oh, oh, him. Yeah, he's no. I would never date him. Ew. No, I mean, what are your like emotions towards him? Do you hate him or do you love him or what? The guy's hideous. No one loves him. Except for that crazy girl who hosts this show. Maddie Nelson? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, what the bloody hell? <laughs> I'm good looking. The end. So, um, do you think Voldemort would have turned out to be a good person if he would have been raised with more love? You know, you know, I was raised with, like, these Dursley people, and they never loved me, so I don't know what his problem is. I think he just, I think he's just bitter because he's so ugly. Well, do you think because of his bitterness, he resembles Hitler with the KKK in any way? What are you talking about? You know, in history, J.K. Rowling wrote your book. You wouldn't exist if it wasn't for her. What book? I totally exist. Look at my mirror over there. Do you see me? Aren't I beautiful? I'm sorry, you're just a figment of our imaginations. I'm so real. I, I'll prove it to you. Hey, hey, fangirls, who wants to touch me? Let me touch you! <laughs> yeah, I'll call you later, baby. <clears throat> so, uh, okay, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, what, what's up? <laughs> okay, Harry. Yeah, peace. I love, you know, because, you know, that's like my secret weapon against Voldemort. Oh, fangirls, I love you so much. I love you. Yeah. You're so hot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was our show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And once again, I'm Maddie Nelson. And I'm Gloria Mendoza. Wow, Gloria. You know, I sure feel naked without a new MuggleCast t-shirt. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> Somebody should give us a free MuggleCast t-shirt. Yeah, you know, it would be great to have a, you know, brand new t-shirt for free. From MuggleCast? Yeah. yeah. You guys should really seriously can consider it. Yeah, or someone should consider it, yeah. Yeah! That, yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Sh- I'll give my shipping adjust dress if you like. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I wonder what the outtakes are going to be. It's going to be yeah, awesome to be single. So
Facebook, YouTube, Prepper, Last FM, Family Sports, MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, Prepper, Last FM, Family Sports, MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, Prepper, Last FM, Family Sports, MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, Prepper, Last FM, Family Sports,
This is Fantasy Casting, which is your fake muggle cast segment. I'm Leah Bartels. I'm Amanda Braun. I'm Kabir Chopra. And I'm Aaron Hosweet. The rules of fantasy casting are, well, basically, in the movies, you have to be British and you obviously have to be the correct age. We're getting rid of those requirements. It doesn't matter if you're American or if you're African. We don't care. It doesn't matter if you want to cast a young Fred Astaire as Harry Potter. You can do that. You can do pretty much anything you want on fantasy casting. Old, young, or dead. <laughs> My personal favorite. Yeah. <laughs> we love to bring people back from the dead. Yeah. All right. So, first of all, those are the people that I really don't want to ever get rid of. And that would definitely be Maggie Smith, who plays McGonagall. Oh, yes. All right. And I also wouldn't want to get rid of Robbie Coltrane as Haggard. All right. So, let's move on to actually casting people. Um, a lot of people don't like the way that Michael Gambon has been playing Dumbledore. I wonder why. <laughs> I'd kind of like to bring Richard Harris back from the dead. I mean, I'm And if we had to choose an old white guy, either bring Richard Harris back from the dead, which we can do on fantasy casting. Because, you know, we're magical like that. We or I'd say we should cast Peter O'Toole, who played King Priam in Troy. I, I have a nomination. Morgan Freeman. I've got to say, that despite the fact that he's... Black. He just has that wisdom mm. and that sort of quiet or, grace. You know, now that He's, I think about it, sorry, but now that I think about it, I know another good role for Dumbledore. Arnold Schwarzenegger. No! Wait, you want to know why? 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 Because the, no offense or anything, but the current Dumbledore sucks. We yeah, all know that. We've to gone prove through that. the fact that somebody like Arnold can do a better job than yes. him. Yes, yes. So that, that, that's right. you, Okay, he would make a really funny, like, Karkaroff. You won't be so Yeah, he would make a very funny Karkaroff. Um, Who so. would we get to play Ginny Weasley? Ginny Weasley. Younger Cole Kidman. Harris Hilton. No! <laughs> I'm kind of torn 
between Amber Tamblin, who played the part of Joan in Joan of Arcadia, and Alexis Bledel, who plays Rory on Gilmore Girls. I personally go with Amber Tamblin. She just suits the character better in my own opinion. Yeah, she, it's kind of the her normal teenage angsty side, you know, like, nobody likes me, and oh my god, my boyfriend's an idiot. She played that really well. Yeah. <laughs> in, like, interviews I've read, she's a really down-to-earth person, so I think she can incorporate that really well into characters. Yeah. And... On the other side, Alexis Waddell plays a sort of intelligence side. You know, of course, I'm totally banking on how she plays Rory. And... I'd have to say, um, I it's a little too sweet. I yeah. Think, I think Ginny's got a little more fight Attitude. in her. Yeah. All right. Than... And speaking of Gilmore Girls, uh, Milo Ventimiglia, who played Jess uh, during the first few seasons, mm-hmm. would be bad boy. He would make the perfect young James, James Potter. Exactly. And, it, and his hair defies gravity. Most of them. Who can we think of for Hermione Granger? I personally liked uh, the girl who played Trillian, maybe? Zoe Deschanel, yes. who played Trillian in the movie To Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. She's definitely really quirky. And I think that describes Hermione really well. And yeah. it would be hilarious to see her send canaries after. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, what? He deserved it. He did. He and did she, deserve You know it. what? She's allowed a freak out. Everybody's allowed to freak out about something. It was about time he noticed she yeah, was like, a girl. I mean, Harry does it at least once a book. And yes, Ginny pulled a lot on her brother. Yeah. Well, who doesn't these days? Poor Ron. Right. Actually, look, yeah. while we're on the subject of Ron, does anybody, like, I mean, I like Rupert Grint. But I can't think of anyone else to put in place. Yeah, I couldn't think of anyone else. Ron is like one of those characters where you can't really replace him. The actor, he's just too much into the role. Like, there's nobody better for that role. That we can think of. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the thing about replacing people halfway, Michael Gambit is a very, very good show of what happens when you replace an actor mid-series of a movie. Well, you know, if they replaced him with somebody more fitting for the role, like, say, Peter O'Toole, then it wouldn't have been so jarring. But the thing is, he and Richard Harris had two completely different takes on what the character exactly. of Dumbledore was all about. I mean, but in fact, he hasn't even get... read the books. Exactly. exactly. He doesn't even know what a take of the character should be. Alright, yeah, I, I would not replace the Phelps twins. Um, yeah, no way. Characters. The Phelps twins are not getting replaced. They are far too funny. They work wonderfully together. They can't be yeah. replaced. They just play the role so perfectly. I was watching Goblet of Fire and just sitting there during um, the when they were they putting had their the age posts. Yeah. Yeah, and they were putting their games in the gun. I, I was just geeking out because it was perfect. And you know, their real their interaction with uh, Emma Watson when she and yeah, she just like and then they started the fight and I just thought like um, you probably read the script this morning, didn't you? Good on you. Because you know, she had it memorized, she could use all the big words. Good job, Emma Watson. We won't replace you after all. <sighs> when she said she would like hunt down the <laughs> Yeah, she, she yeah, and actually in an interview she did say that if she was replaced she would hunt down the new girl because she didn't want to be replaced. Aww. Well, so it's, it's nice that she's so attached to the role. Yeah, also, yeah. a little bit homicidal. A little scary. A little scary. But you know what? You know what? That says that she's really devoted to character. So and that, we and gotta that. give her props for that. Props for Alright. Can we think of any other sort of... Well, just Snape. Let's just talk about... Alright. Alan Rickman plays a phenomenal Snape, but that's so not how I imagine him in the books. Same. Did anybody imagine Alan Rick- like Alan Rickman's no. portrayal? No. The thing is, though, it works so well. It's completely original. Like, you think of Snape in the books, and he's like this total slimy, evil, nasty ball of of hair grease. But in the movies, he's just... It's like elegance. Okay, Alan Rickman makes Snape cool. 
he just is so not what I imagined, but he's really perfect. But if I had to pick a Snape that would be my Snape, I wouldn't even know where to start. Yeah, I, th- I think Alan Rickman is just it. Huh? I just want to shamelessly plug. You know, I, I made a G- GeoCities account. I emailed it to Eric. And, uh, yeah, it's um, at GeoCities, www.geocities.com slash Eric underscore Skull. Yes, it is his very own fan site. Thanks. We love you, Spielerman. All right. Well, that was your edition of Fantasy Casting. We're going to bring it back to your favorite muggle casters because we know we're just a sad replacement. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Adios.
podcast. It sounded like we don't like each other. Speaking of BS, let's go to Micah Tannenbaum <laughs> for the past week's news. Um, what you guys don't actually know is um, Kevin's actually a girl. Also, we have to remind you to not vote for the Leaky Cauldron. You know, their <laughs> podcast is just horrible. They shouldn't be on the air. And uh, so don't even don't even vote for them, please. Oh, and I'd also like to clear something up. We don't hate Ben. Is that his mom's a sister and his dad's his brother? <laughs> ben knows all about that. He's from Kansas. Okay, Micah, go to the dungeon. You're out of here. Get out of here. Get out, get out of my sight. Get out of my sight, Andrew has totally got this, this Jersey hooker red light district type attitude. Uh, don't forget, MongoCast t-shirts. I wear them to school and I actually get noticed for once. Yeah, when the apples hit your head. I was going to say that they picked their least favorite person on a podcast and well, they threw them through. Bye, Laura. No, I was actually thinking... Bye, Eric. Can... Well, here, let me ask you guys something. What is the number one request that we get right now? Uh, less Eric's goal. Every time you vote for podcast, God kills a kitten. We love each other. And- Hello there. I'm James Brown, and welcome to the wonderful world of Wizard Words, the etymology of Harry Potter. I'll be your host, and uh, I just wanted to say I've been a MuggleCast fan since December of 2005. The idea behind this segment is to give you some insight on some of the words, names, terminology that's used in the Harry Potter books by J.K. Rowling. I look to talk about character names, locations, incantations for spells, that kind of thing. Just some background about myself. I am a native of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a graduate of philosophy and chemistry from the University of Oklahoma, and etymology is a hobby of mine. My favorite words are onomatopoeia and specificity. Also, uh, for pronunciation's sake, I am using the audiobooks as read by Jim Dale as a guide, the American versions. And um, one more note, whenever I've been sorted either online or in um, toy stores with the hats, I've always been put into Slytherin. But don't hold it against me. Let's start. Uh, let's start with uh, the unforgivable curses. Why not? Uh, we'll start with the imperious curse, um, which is uh, from the Latin root imperium, which means command or supreme power, and imperio, which is the incantation, uh, means order, govern, command. So along those lines, you know, pretty much it's the thing where you take charge of somebody and you tell them what to do, which is exactly what the curse does. Uh, the spell causes the victim to be completely under the command of the caster. Um, the next curse I want to talk about is the Cruciatus curse, um, the incantation being Crucio, both of which are uh, from the Latin Cruciatus, uh, which means torture. Um, you may recognize some English words that we have seen, in, um, such as crucify and excruciating, all come from the same root, um, all about torment and torture. So that will tell you what that spell does. It causes the victim to suffer almost intolerable pain. Some victims of prolonged use of the curse have been driven insane. I didn't mean to rhyme there. And of course, there's the third unforgivable curse, the killing curse. Um, as the incantation will tell you, Avada Kedavra. Uh, a lot of people think it's just abracadabra with the word cadaver thrown in there. Um, cadaver being a medical term for you know dead bodies that medical students uh, use to study. 
Um, but abracadabra itself is just a Kabbalistic charm in Judaic mythology that is supposed to bring healing powers. Um, one of its sources is believed to be from the Aramaic Avada Kedavra. Another is the Phoenician alphabet, um, Abracadabra, which is essentially, um, if you were saying that in English, it would just be A, B, C, D. Um, which is ironic because the word alphabet comes from the Greek uh, doing the same thing. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, alpha, beta, alpha, beta. But uh, that's not the point. I digress. Um, it's from the Aramaic, mainly uh, Adada Kadavra, Kadabra, which literally means let the thing be destroyed. And that's exactly what it does. It causes instant death in a flash of green light, usually leaving no sign of physical damage or the cause of death that would be detectable by any kind of muggle autopsy. And of course, that's what Voldemort used on the Potters, uh, among others. Well, enough about spells for this one. Uh, Let's talk about some names. Uh, Mainly the Black Brothers. Um, The first thing that struck me, being um, an astronomy student at one point in my life, uh, was that Sirius um, is also the name of the dog star. It's the brightest star in Canis Major, um, the great dog constellation. Sirius, the word itself, is from the Greek. It means burning. Um, so there's a lot of dog elements and um, so far. Um, but I'll tell you something else. Uh, for, according to the HP lexicon, uh, another one of Sirius's names, Padfoot, which refers to his animagus form, animagus, excuse me. Uh, it is also the name of the residents of the central and northern England have for magical black dogs of their legend. Usually Padfoots guard, church, guard churchyards or certain roads and are said to roam the countryside at night. Tend to be larger than ordinary dogs, can vanish instantly or fade away slowly while standing still. Hmm, reminds me of the scene in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yet can run extremely quickly, typically described as having huge and blazing eyes, tend to be silent. Because of their association with graveyards, scholars once believed the black dog form was preferred form of the devil and are usually considered an omen of death and are thus called the Grim, as Professor Trelawney could tell you. Now, let's talk about Regulus for a second. Regulus Black. Um, his first name means the little king in Latin, you know, like regal um, regent uh, those royal names all come from the same root Um, but Regulus is a star in the constellation Leo and Leo of course is Harry Potter's sign him being born July 31st Um, but I was wondering I managed to see on one or two sites where uh, they are saying that his name might be his middle name might be Alfred A-L-P-H-A-R-D um and if that is so, it's interesting because it's the name of a star that's not very far from uh, Regulus in the constellation Hydra. Um, and the Arabic name, um, the Arabic translation of that name, Alfred, is the solitary one, which would be quite fitting for Regulus, as he has neither you know, been part of the Order of the Phoenix, and apparently he's abandoned his Death Eater compatriots, if he is ever really truly one, um, so it's interesting that that would be the solitary one, because Regulus is the solitary one. Um, well, that's pretty much all I wanted to say for this uh, time out. 
uh, information from this podcast segment has been gathered from numerous sources, including but not limited to the HP Lexicon, uh, the MuggleNet Encyclopedia, Wikipedia, unabridged.merriam-webster.com, and the astronomy page of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. I would especially like to thank the HP Lexicon, who has given me permission to use their site as a resource. I didn't realize how extensive a resource is until it, I actually started preparing for the podcast, though. So, thank you for, to them. Anyway, um, remember, quid quid Latina dictum sit, altum viditor. Thank you. I'm James Brown.
now for another installment of the Crackpot Theory of the Week. We've gotten lots of... It's a New Year's special of Ben's Top 10 list. Thanks, Andrew. Well, this week's list is Snape's Top 10 New Year's resolutions. Number 10, get over his childhood grudges. Number 9, find a girlfriend. Number 8, wash his hair. Number 7, decide on his true affiliation. Number 6, get a nose job. Number 5, use clear cell for his greasy face. Number 4, kiss and make up with Harry. Number 3, Eric. Number two. What? What? <laughs> put a flower on Dumbledore's grave. And the number one, and Snape's number one New Year's resolution is to get a tan. But there was a lot of scams, too, that happened. Yeah. Kevin Stack um, tried to steal a copy from his local Walmart. I did. Yeah. I oh, did. Kevin, that was, was terrible. Then, he, reali- got then he realized he could get the book online anyway. He I was here. successful. I typed three of the chapters and put them online. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I did have one and stuck it on eBay. What eBay automatically is to assume it's fake? You know, like how do they know it's real? There's yeah, there's no way to, to make sure. It's in, in order to get it truly authenticized, I guess you would call it authenticated. Authenticated. Thank you. You're cutting that out. Um, the <laughs> authenticized. No, 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 yes, yes. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because okay, with anything in the Harry Potter books, anytime someone finds something that may be a coincidence, just like on Mark when, when J.K. Rowling announced the title last year around Christmas, people tried to find some way to add up the amount of Christmas pre- tree, like presents underneath the tree, the amount of ornaments on the tree, divide it by seven because that's a magical number. <laughs> add four to that just because there's four branches on the top of the tree. Then you divide it by five because there's a five point star at the top, and that gives you seven sixteen oh oh five oh four oh four oh five. And Muggle Cat yeah. Stafford. For Muggle Net staff for Calissa did that. Yeah, and I thought that is absolutely absurd. <laughs> you're, you're trying to yeah, twist this, yeah, but <laughs> what do you want? No, it's but I th- this isn't such a large. Okay, okay, actually, no, ben, actually, if, this, this isn't, isn't such a large twist. It's this is actually pretty, pretty good. Okay, this is okay. This reminds me of English class where the teacher tries to make everything symbolize. That's something. because everything. What the doesn't have to symbolize something? The amount of times my router light blink, blinks within the next, next minute doesn't have to symbolize something. The, it being backwards. It does not have to symbolize anything. It does not have to be a coincidence. It but is, that, that's, that's exactly but ben, it, is. it is just a coincidence. It is no... It is the, just... The oh. names themselves. Ben, you got to slow yeah, down. Ben. You have to calm down. Ben, it's coming, Eric. Yeah, You're if becoming this were, your worst enemy. Okay. I think we're pretty much... Killed that. I think we, I think we have autocadavered that. <laughs> we basically. have autocadavered. Uh, it's been AK'd. I, I think we covered that pretty well. In conclusion, Dumbledore is not dead. He is dead. So, <laughs> Dumbledore is dead.com. And the discussion will go on forever. So it makes sense that they would bury it. I don't know what else they would do with it. It's not like we've ever seen like a shrine, so to speak, of all yeah. the wines of dead <laughs> wands of dead wizards. Sorry, I got wine on a mind. <laughs> I wonder why. 
prophecy. The prophecy just needs think... to be like, Harry, just do it. <laughs> Stop depending on the people just around you. Okay, let's plug Nike. Put on your Nike shoes and <laughs> just do it. <laughs> I actually didn't mean that, but that's okay. <laughs> yep, uh, my mom's friend Bert, who actually listens to this show, which is really, really cool, uh, suggested that we do... Hello, Bert. <laughs> suggested that Hello, we do Arnie. 16-year-old... <laughs> Robert, <All right>. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, ooh. I just bumped my head into the ending of the show. It hurt. Um, so I think oh, that, that was just, clever. That just <laughs> I moved on and I hit the end. <laughs> so, uh, so what else? Okay. Um, what was that? <laughs> Sorry, I was stretching. Uh, and a dinosaur has now invaded our conversation. <laughs> all right, let's, let's all just take a stretch and then. Yeah, because we, you notice at the beginning of Sorcerer's Stone, McGonagall says, "Would you trust Hagrid? With such, why would you trust Hagrid with such a thing?" And the Dumbledore says, "Professor McGonagall, I would trust Hagrid with my life." <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I heard Voldemort. He right, he, str- he str- strolls downtown London and picks up chicks on a motorcycle. <laughs> so that's where it went. Yeah. Actually, what about Hagrid's parents? We already discussed how his father was a wizard and his mom was a, a giant. I mean, the conception of Hagrid must have not been pretty. But <laughs> Ruby is Hagrid. <laughs> Keep her up, I love keys. that voice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it really is perfect. You know, why do they have to die to prove anything? What does that prove besides that drama happens in real life? You know, it's the fantasy story. I don't think she has I actually heard Joe wrote, wrote it in there to make you mad. I she wrote it in there so the kids who watch the school. <laughs> yeah. I can't think. Your hands all sweaty. <laughs> it's my <laughs> life. And it's now or never. <laughs> I ain't gonna live for it. Well, somehow I'll get my hands on it. I mean, I got the Dumbledore's toast. I got the Fort Anglia. So yeah, yeah I'm get, no, out get, of time before. It, I, uh, yeah, you have contacts. What, what's sad is that you're not joking. That's the sad part. I, <laughs> I did spend a lot of money on that toast. No, nah, I was gonna say gullible. He's, oh. you know, ooh, silver hand, and the kids off to play with it <laughs> in a in a non in a non weird way. No, no, we weren't thinking in a weird way. It was just a cute thing to say. Actually, I would have to agree with that because. What happened to defending uh, your character? Well, because I didn't... See, this is the thing. You don't know who you're going to put him up against. He wasn't ready for the Dobster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't. Let's talk about shipping. What is shipping? What is shipping? I'm like... I'm like Dr. Phil. I'm like the Dr. Phil of shipping. Oh, my God. Well, you know what I'm going to say here. I think shipping, it is very, very important to the Harry Potter shipping series. Shipping is very important to a lot of people of the Harry Potter series. Turn him into... I don't know, Peter Peter probably run for a fight, though. Master, save me. <laughs> well, if, if, you, if the dueling club stipulations say that a character can run away, then yeah, Pettigrew would win. Well, I guess he could crush him with his silver hand or something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, you have not laughed until you've heard the Mike Tannenbaum laugh. <laughs> Hello? It is, it's right over there. Around the, yeah. You 
guy want some cookies? Oh my god, oh, close oh, the door. Oh, it's a Girl Scout. Oh, oh no, it's a Girl Scout. They're selling cookies again. Wait, that, that's Eric Gold dressed in a Girl Scout uniform. Uh, Eric, shouldn't you be like, recording the show rather than selling Girl Scout cookies? I just thought I'd help out in the community. You know, doing my part, Andrew. <laughs> doing my oh, part right. by wearing a skirt. Well, everyone. Everyone, everyone needs to buy a MuggleCast t-shirt. Ben, why would so, everyone have to buy a MuggleCast t-shirt? Well, for some reason, Andrew. He helps support the show. And, and you get a, they're just so fashionable that I bought 12 of them <laughs> last week. I mean, they're just that, that great. So, everyone buy a MuggleCast t-shirt, okay? They have, they're, they're, they're coming two designs of a multitude of sizes. And even one design even has silhouettes of each MuggleCaster. So, that's Ben, you stink at PR. Let so me make sure you buy this. Let, 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 let me do this, please. Okay. These MuggleCast no, 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 t-shirts on, are made out... No, 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 no. The, these I, muggle, I insist. There. I insist. I insist. These MuggleCast t-shirts are made out of a special synthetic fabric. And in, like, one year, there's going to be something big that happens. And all the clothing in the entire world is going to deteriorate. And all we're going to have left is these MuggleCast t-shirts. Wow. I so, if you, want a, if you want clothing... Buy a MuggleCast t-shirt. <laughs> buy it like it's the only... MuggleCast t-shirt. Buy it, buy it like there's nothing left. But, uh, Dumbledore says on page 9, My dear professor, says Dumbledore, I've never seen a cat sit so stiffly. And then McGonagall goes, Girl, you be stiff. You be sitting on brick wall all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I have 10... Th- Okay, don't I, show No, me. I have, I have 10,000 friend... I bet no. I have more friends than you I, on I have 10,000 friend requests, but I have no posts. You're such yeah. a liar. No, Shut no, no. Up. But I have no posts. <laughs> not, not one single... So, like, I, I have an update. I created the account. In fact, oh. I think it's dead now. I think they actually disactivated, deactivated, disconnected the MySpace again because I didn't use it. But I had so many friend requests. It was so funny because I didn't have time to update. No, I'm not a show-off. I'm saying <laughs> that it's so sad. <laughs> I my, had my, I had thousands yeah. of friend requests, but they deactivated. Right, so they all I'm more. saying is... Does that mean that there have been some good people who, who have come from Slytherin? Or that every single person from Slytherin is bad? They can't all be bad. Yeah. That'd be what we call here in America. We call it a steady. Talking about Ben. So, uh, speaking of nerds and really big dorks, Kevin Sick just came in. Welcome, Kevin Sick. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so, How do you think um, Voldemort asked Quirrell if he could stick out of the back of his head? Because <laughs> <laughs> it isn't something you bring up over dinner. Why don't they release the film at ten o'clock and? Re- Released the, f- the uh, book at 10.05. <laughs> That'll confuse every single Harry Potter fan. <laughs> book or movie first? I don't know! <laughs> yeah, he had to. Does he really even need a he job? He doesn't need a job. Well, yeah, he might have enough cash, yeah. He's gonna die anyways. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, negative Ben. <laughs> ben, that's you. Ben, he's that's gonna you. die anyway. Everything. <laughs> Who cares? He's gonna die anyway. Yeah, just say it, just, just say it about everyone that we bring up. <laughs> I love Harry to be a hot dog vendor. <laughs> be the best thing ever. This week, chapter eleven of Sorcerer's Stone, titled Quidditch. So this this chapter is really focused around uh, Quidditch. First Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. This chapter Quidditch is pretty much focused around uh, Quidditch. I think this chapter is probably going to be about uh, toasters. Toasters. 
Definitely. Yeah, you can totally tell because if you look at this chapter <laughs> picture by Mary Grampry, it just jumps out. Well, he looks know. charred black, doesn't he, Andrew? Sort of. I don't know what he's trying to say about him, though. So he gets his his nickname Mad Eye from that large, disgusting. Well, not disgusting. Sort of disgusting uh, eye that he's got. That's Where cool, did man. He get that eye from? Probably the ministry. Where did he get the ministry? Because you know when he when he got his eye gouged out or whatever, how he lost it's it. It's standard. It's standard issue. Oh no, man, it's probably that when he got after he got his eye gouged out, that the ministry said this is a perfect opportunity to give him something that can help him advance in his profession. So they gave him the eye that can see through things. Matt Andrew, wouldn't it be cool to have that eye though? If you're a perv, then yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. I wasn't <laughs> talking. I don't know. You'd be seeing too much. I'd be seeing. seeing I'd be seeing things I would not want to see. Chicks dig scars, man. Chicks dig scars. <laughs> Hagrid said, any witch or wizard that hasn't been gone bad has always been in Slytherin. Which really doesn't make grammatical sense, but we all know that he's <laughs> what he's trying to say. Say <laughs> so fresh and... I'm so jittery. You can't even say it. I oh, think I'm going to pee my pants. Oh my god. Come on, Emerson. Uh-oh. Oh, big mistake. That's his voicemail for all of you who don't Big know. mistake. Right. One. Time for the second, second number. Digit. However, this feeds my theory that Dumbledore is an idiot and that Dumbledore is evil and that Dumbledore deserved to fall off the astronomy tower um, dead because... Never um, insult oh, Albus Dumbledore in front of me. Well, uh, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, K's. I've never liked Dumbledore. I just don't like Dumbledore. I think he's a fraud. I think he oh deserved everything gosh. he got. And who are you? Know, you know, I think almost in a way that he sets up Harry into these situations so he can't take the blame. Oh, whatever. You're like, whatever happens. Yeah. I am on the verge of crying. I can't believe you would say this. You're like you're like the you're like the National Enquirer on MuggleCast. <laughs> And we're all going to be wearing our shirts, right? Of course. Oh, and of course. And taking a picture of ourselves wearing them in public. Mike yeah. is going to be out sure in I will. Times Square taking a picture of himself. Andrew, Absolutely. You know, you know I don't go into public. <laughs> <laughs> not in, not in sunlight, anyway. It's you know. I, I just sit in my house crying the day away. <laughs> Force yourself. You know... Yeah, you can... <laughs> I can feel put to shame. I feel... Put to shame because I am semi-proficient in Spanish, and um, I went all over the internet trying to find some sort of translation for Lunatico, and I couldn't find anything, so I just sort of came to the assumption that it was kind of a nonsense word, like Mooney is in English, so thank you for pointing that out to me, and I'm going to go cry in my corner now. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling put to shame. We'll see in a few more. Now all we have left to do is help them pass their tests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, remedial math with Kevin Stiles. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm with sure I <laughs> math real all of you. That would be you honestly know, a podcast that. hour to remember. <laughs> <laughs> Mike has a good question for you. Okay. He wants to know why Notre Dame sucks. Uh, so here's the thing, Notre Dame sucks because I'm pretty sure Mike uh, went to Syracuse, and I'm pretty sure Notre Dame beat Syracuse 34 to 10. Oh, in football? How about basketball? He said. He said, "What about basketball?" I'm um, pretty sure basketball doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 rough being Benji. <laughs> I can't let you go. Want you in my life? Wants to live forever. 
Shane in the middle of the street in Nebraska <laughs> stealing someone's Wi-Fi. But I found on Google one absolutely charming Harry Potter fan puts a theory out there. He suggests that Harry will go to Godric's Hollow, go to his mother's grave, pluck out her eyeballs, and then he will finally have quote his mother's <laughs> eyes, cryogenically freeze them so we can bring them back in fifty years. And you, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's in Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> Did Walt Disney freeze his head? Didn't he freeze his head? That was weird. Whose head? That was really weird. Whose head are we freezing? Walt Disney froze his own head. No way, really? No, Seriously, didn't. like he did. He froze his own head. Honestly, I swear to God, yeah. In the Disney vault. That's a talking point. You, you know, if you keep it in your living room. Hey. <laughs> What's that? Oh, don't worry. It's just uh, Walt Disney's head. So, do you fancy a drink? <laughs> You know, it was a problem this week that they came because I can podcast naked like a normal yeah. do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, had to be I know, right? It's so inconvenient. And put on some clothes. Didn't. My favorite subject is DADA. Actually, I'm standing out in uh, DADA and I'm taking new class, DADA class. I'll DADA one of the class one day I want to do with DADA homework on my DADA text, but when I realized I left my DADA text within the DADA classroom with my DADA class, and I was there for unable to do my DADA homework, so I went to the DADA classroom before my DADA class. And next day, you find that the one DADA classroom was empty, the DADA professor was never to be found. I went to search my DADA text within the DADA classroom, even though the DADA professor was standing there, and all of a sudden, the DADA professor was standing there, and all of a sudden, the DADA professor was standing there, and all of a sudden, the DADA professor was standing there, and all of a sudden, the Hey everyone, the editorial segment is back. Yay! Say yay, everyone. Come on. Yay. Yay. I love the enthusiasm. Okay. <laughs> Our questions for this. Our first one is, uh, number one, is this simply that Dumbledore couldn't make himself invisible at this time? Some people f- forget that Dumbledore was not ridiculously powerful from birth, although it seems like he has always been one step ahead, e.g. when Professor Tofty said that during his Newt examinations he could do things with a wand that you know nobody had ever seen before. <laughs> Magical <laughs> abilities are clearly a product of age and experience. Oh, What's so funny about that? so gross. You guys Grow are up. so perverted. Um, Grow up. <laughs> So, sure. I don't know. It's like it's like a cat when it looks at something shiny, it wants to touch it. Okay, but a cat doesn't die when it touches something. <laughs> well, Harry doesn't know that. Harry doesn't know blender, when you walk. I up. was actually hired to work on MuggleNet on Halloween, so this really? Halloween's going to be my two-year anniversary. Yes. That was a sad oh, wow. day in MuggleNet history. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say I was I was an M M&M and M one year, and that was kind of weird. And, okay, you you are M M&M and M or an M M&M. and M. Yeah. An M&M, I said. Oh, I thought you, I said thought you, I thought you were M&M. M&M. <laughs> no, I said an M&M. Andrew, that's why, that's why I asked you if you carried a chainsaw around with you. Because he, he carried no. a chainsaw. I didn't realize you had... Oh, my Candy. God. That must have so weird. No, I wasn't a rapper. Why would I be evident a rapper? Because Andrew, that's, a, that's, a, that's an actual Halloween costume. Andrew... It is. I've never seen someone dress up as <laughs> M&M. What did you think I meant I mean, anything's when I... Anything's a, a, a costume. Finally, be sure to check out a brand new interview with David Thewlis, who plays Professor Lupin, where he discusses the fifth Harry Potter film. And just so you know that that was legit, that's all the news for this November 5th, 2006 edition of MuggleCast. Back to the show. I got another question for everyone. Who's going to see Happy Feet this Friday? I'm going to see Casino Royale. Yeah. 
Okay, but my question is, who's going to well, see Happy yeah, Feet? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if they see Back to the original question. Uh, what's that movie going to be about? It sounds dumb. It's about penguins dancing on ice glaciers. Yeah, oh, that'll be that'll be my it's number classic, one stop this weekend. I'm classic. telling you that now. It's like some ethical issues in society, like stem cell research. Just because I don't, just because I think it's okay, it doesn't mean, Ben's doesn't right. mean no, yeah. everyone does. And it it's all matter right. But the torture of a human being <laughs> is a little. What different. if they deserved it? Yeah. <laughs> what if the What if the bunny peed on the carpet? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, that's little head I, chopped off. I think. I think. Jamie- well, then you know what? Then you guys should have killed me when I spilled that coffee all over the floor in LA. <laughs> yeah, I was ready. To well, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're, things that, we're we're funny. Funny. Yeah, you just like start kicking everything over. What? I can't help it that you guys had stuff all over that room. But uh, Eric and Mikey, you guys weren't on the show last week. What did What did you guys think of the trailer? I liked it. It was completely. It was really short. It didn't seem like fifty-seven seconds uh, when I first saw it in the theater. That's because it was fifty-four. Okay, then. That, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's solved. Okay, so it's fifty-four seconds. It didn't seem like that. It flew by really fast. Most of the time was spent on the fading in of the logo. Uh, sorry, the logo. Um, so, well, that was a lot of voicemails, boys and girls, and Micah. <laughs> so, like, dementors yes, aren't, they're not human and they're not animals. Micah is just, Micah, he's he's not. <laughs> Micah, he's his own species. I'd take that as a compliment. Micah, that's true. I do, I take it as a compliment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a, you're, you're an anchor man. You're not a man, you're not a woman, you're an anchor man. <laughs> All right. Wow. What a long show. Filled with so much yeah. content. Yep. I'm exhausted. I think yeah. we're going to have to take a month off. I mean, it it's extremely tired lying here just speaking into your microphone for an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, and listening to all this. Yeah, this is rough. Not to mention this is a double-headed recording for us. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we hope everyone has enjoyed the past year of MuggleCasting. And by the by hearing all those sound clips again, the MuggleCast year review, we think we did have a good year. Or at least I did. Yeah, we all did. Very yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. thank you to the transcribers for uh, yes. working on that for yeah. us. Thanks yeah, so. oh yeah, big Aww, seriously, big thanks love. to them. They they went they all went through. Uh, they each had like two or three episodes of MuggleCast to go through and pick out their uh, like the funniest moments. So thank you to all of them very much. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, so another year of MuggleCasting begins now. <laughs> Oh, God. Not another one. Oh. I'm just kidding. Of course, we're going to have some new segments for you with the, over the next past, uh, over the next year, and God only knows what else, what other stupid stuff we're going to come up with. <laughs> Maybe a new catchphrase. I don't know. We hope everyone had a, is having a great New Year's. So whenever you're listening to this, have a great 2007 in case we don't see you. I don't know why that would be, but <laughs> so without further ado, I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Jamie Lawrence. Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Eric Skull. I'm Laura Thompson. And I'm Micah Tannenbaum. Do not forget to become our friend on MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, Frapper, what other, whatever 
the rest of the stuff is. And Last FM. Yeah, Last FM. It's it's all there over at MuggleCast.com. I just want to run through the contact information. To send something to our P.O. Box, we're going to have a P.O. Box update on 71, I promise, if Ben's on. MuggleCast, P.O. Box 223, Mound Ridge, Kansas, Mound Ridge, Kansas 67107. You can also call in your voicemail questions to one two one eight twenty magic in the United States. If you're in the United Kingdom, you can dial 020-814-0677. If you're in Australia, you can dial 028-003-5668. You can also Skype the username MuggleCast, and please try to keep your message under 30 seconds. Also, you can visit MuggleCast.com for our feedback form to contact any one of us, or you can just get, use uh, our first name at staff.mugglenet.com. So we thank you all for listening once again. Seriously, I, I think it's time to get sappy again. Thank you. Okay, seriously, thank you. All the yeah, listeners. Yeah, really. people, being at Lumos and not being the only guy in costume, that made me feel special. It made, I wasn't so alone. Uh, Geeks of the world, you are my brethren. And... <laughs> And, and and all fifteen people, all fifteen people that came to save gas money to, for the popcorn reading of uh, of Prisoner of Azkaban um, at Lumos, thank you. There will be a sequel to that somewhere in a prophecy. So, all, right. all kidding aside, without you know, you guys make this show. We don't. We just sit here and talk. But without you guys, we wouldn't be doing it's this. It's quite we, you know, it, it's weird. Like the when Andrew. Released the show. It's weird that what we've done has gone into that. Uh, I, I have to tell everyone without without sucking up sucking up to him uh, too much. He does turn what is uh, a very very messy, very you know um, messed up, long, long <laughs> boring, uh, you know, hard thing. You know, discussion into a very very workable show. So. Uh, oh well, thank you, Jamie. That's very kind of you. It's okay. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, so uh, we're, you know, please keep. We hope you'll uh, keep listening with us into the new year and beyond. Yeah, with that, with that, to book like, seven I always like saying, without you guys, we would be nothing, nothing. in the sense <laughs> in the sense of this podcast. Yeah. So we thank you all for listening. We hope to see you all of, all of 2007. So once again, I'm Andrew Sims. I'm Jamie Lawrence. Did we already yes. do these? No, yeah. wait, we already yeah, did we this. Did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we've been recording way too uh, long. We'll see everyone next week for episode 71. Bye bye. Happy New Year. Bye. Happy New Year.